0: chapter nine of fritz to the front by edward l wheeler this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by kurt ziggler fritz's discovery let us return to our ventriloquist detective and his venturesome expedition in heading the boat into the opening in the bluff he had no idea how his venture would terminate but was urged on by a great curiosity to explore the spot feeling sure that it had some connection with the smuggler's league the height of the aperture was insufficient to admit the passage of the boat with him sitting up so putting the boat under headway he laid down and thus glided in in high tide this opening he concluded was covered by water while in extreme low water the beach must be bare in front of the bluff as the water at this juncture now was quite shallow he almost immediately emerged into a cave in the heart of the bluff it was as large as a couple of good-sized rooms and looked as if the waters of many years had eaten it out the work of man however was seen in the planks overhead which resting on wooden supports held the roof in place the water reached about midway into the chamber and from its edge the pebbly ground ascended to the farther side of the cave where a narrow aperture branched off evidently cut as a passageway by the hand of man grounding his boat fritz stepped out and took a survey of his surroundings dis don't look as if it vas a healthy place at high tide but i reckon that it vas dere place where dey run in smuggled goods he mused dot passage probably leads to a higher and drier place holding his revolver ready for use in case of emergency he stole softly toward the subterranean passage with a view to exploring it It was a dark uninviting tunnel of just sufficient width and height to admit of a person's passage and looked as if it might have no connection with any other chamber as he could see no light to indicate its terminus nothing daunted however he entered it and walked along softly ready for any surprise a score of steps he went and then emerged into what he concluded was another large subterranean chamber but where all was of stygian darkness Luckily, he had a close metal pocket-box of matches with him, and lighting one after another, he discovered a half a dozen lamps in brackets around the chamber side. One of them he soon lit, when he proceeded to inspect his situation. As before stated, the sides of the cavern were walled up like a cellar, and in size it was a hundred and fifty feet square, by ten or twelve in height. The ceiling overhead was planked, and these supported by rude pillars resting upon the ground floor as in the outer cave here and there scattered about were heaps of straw pieces of wooden boxes and canvas and occasionally a bottle or a piece of damaged silk or lace at the opposite side of this chamber was a round hole in the ceiling similar to a well down through which hung a rope ladder to the floor this seemed to indicate that either there was another chamber overhead or else this was a means of access to the open air in the stone wall at either side of the room were doorways supplied with strong grated iron doors which were fastened with padlocks and chains well i be chiggered off dis don't vos just like a regular prison fritz ejaculated "On dis be der place where der smugglers unpack der goods i thought i would discover some things if i come here wonder if they have got somebody shut up mit themselves dot wouldn't be so much of a cell neater if i am any shudge. taking down the lamp he proceeded to inspect the matter approaching the right-hand dungeon he peered in the place evidently was empty crossing the cavern to the door of the other to his surprise he saw that this dungeon was occupied upon a rude cot bed a woman was stretched apparently fast asleep as her face was turned from his view he could not tell whether she was young or old pretty or ugly but he was strangely impressed her size form clothing all aroused his suspicions that it really was the leadville man's runaway daughter madge thornton or thurston as she had called herself he was staggered a moment by the very thought hello wake up who you vas? he shouted rattling the door the woman gave a violent start and sat up on her cot with a gasp it was indeed the speculator's lost daughter good dot was a nest egg for me was the thought that flashed through his mind as he remembered the offered reward who are you what do you want the bride of major atkins demanded eagerly as she rose from her bed and stepped falteringly toward the door well i am fritz you remember der chap Fritz, don't you oh yes yes you are a friend to me oh say that you are and that you have come to rescue me and take me back to papa well i should snigger dot dot voss about der size of der circumstance the young detective grinned you don't voss like this hotel then oh no no i shall die if i remain here open the door take me from this terrible place oh please do this sir and i will always love you nixie you mustn't do dot fritz replied with a serious expression or you vill haf mine gal rebecca in your vool she is shellis is rebecca and it makes her madder as a hornet be if i even looks sweet at a potato-bug that ish a fact but i vill get you out all der same if i can which i don't know so much about as der door vas fastened tighter as a brick you see your old dad he vas sent me down dis way to look for you und i tells him i find you just like a pook i vas reg'lar snoozer at findin things but don't belong to me my father sent you oh joyful news tell me tell me where's my father and she clasped her hands her face and eyes aglow with eagerness there was evidently nothing dazed or somnambulistic about her now well, der last i seed your old man he vust at their place where you got married but he left for long branch to rustigate and keep where an eye out for you Well, i took their rear trail and skeered up their game you see der old man tells me if i vined you and their money vat you stole from him he would give me five thousand dollars how vas that he vust yost their man i have pen vantin to mead for a long while, but how about their money it is where no earthly hands but mine can find it except i give the directions the girl replied with evident enthusiasm over the fact when i left home to come east and marry major atkins i was in a state of half insanity or somnambulism they called it and took the money and when i came to my senses found it in my possession it seems i have learned since that before leaving for the east and at the same time when i was in my dazed state atkins said that he had a large roll of money in my father's safe and that when i came i should bring it and to my surprise i have also since learned that it was not the first somnambulistic theft i have been guilty of upon discovering the large sum upon my person i put it in a place where it would be safe and came on to marry major atkins whom i imagined myself to be in love with we met it was he who took me away from the hotel and we were married as i supposed at the time but it has since been proved a base deception almost immediately after your departure he demanded the money of me well you guff it up to him i suppose no i did not she replied with an exhibition of spirit i told him i didn't have it which was true but he wouldn't believe that saying that he learned i had the money in my possession on leaving home then i got angry and told him i wouldn't give it to him if i did have it this in turn enraged him and he declared the marriage to be a sham and that if i didn't surrender the money he would kill me i defied him and dared him to do it whereupon he and the bogus minister seized upon me and searched me but failed to find the money the monster atkins then knocked me down and i became insensible when i awoke it was in this terrible underground place he has been here several times and threatened me and alternated the matter by promising to make me his wife in reality and the mistress of a princely home if i would give up the money but having found out what a villain he is i have firmly refused dot was right he will give him der doyful fun of these days or at least i will for smuggling i don't know whether i can get you out of here or not i ought there have some tools as it don't was some little shop breakin' iron mit der feller's hands oh do try and release me in some way i do so want to get free und i know that but you see it vas harder as breakin' der constitution to break this chain it was no easy job indeed the chain was several feet in length and made of short stout welded links the padlock too was a formidable affair such as could not easily be broken and fritz did not have any keys with him he was stuck for once in not knowing how to proceed and was just cogitating over what was best to do when he noticed something that caused him to start on glancing toward the rope ladder he perceived that it was moving someone was descending it did he remain here, discovery was inevitable, and discovery would probably destroy all possibility of rescuing Madge. These thoughts occurred to him like a flash. Sh someone is coming, and I must hide, he said to Madge in a whisper. Then he hurried softly across the chamber into the dark passage, where he paused at a point where he could see without being seen. El bot dot it was der feller whose eye I blacked, he muttered and sure enough he was right a moment later major atkins alias young Greville, alias griffith gregg came down the ladder into the cavern his eyes yet showing unmistakable evidence of power of fritz's shoulder-hits what the devil's all this noise down here he demanded approaching the door of madge's dungeon i thought i heard voices conversing you probably heard me singing sir monster madge retorted sarcastically You know I am in good humor for vocalism. The devil take you. It wasn't singing. It was talking, I heard. Ah, perhaps you heard me saying over threats of what I'll do when I get free. Now what will you do? I'll claw your eyes out. Then I'll tie you and give you a thrashing with a bullwhip. Ah, threaten what you like. I'll guarantee you'll remain here until I get your amiable dad's swag. But you will never get it. Won't I? When you begin to rot in your dungeon and your tongue hangs out of your mouth for want and food of water, I fancy you'll come to terms. But I won't, though. Oh, we shall see. I won't argue with you. At the present moment, I want to find out who it was I heard you conversing with. And to her horror, he made for the dark passage. Fritz, too, was considerably concerned and began to make a rapid and stealthy retreat to the other chamber. On arriving there, another thing startled him the tide had set in and the hole in the face of the bluff was so nearly filled as to make escape with the boat impossible chapter nine